Good morning, Rabboi Sai. Lilu Nishma Simi Mirosi Rusmas Mordechai. Hayoim. Shiva Ushleishim Yoim. Shehim Hamishoshavu Ois. Ushleyamim Boimer. Or Loimer. Dedication to the Holy Nishamas of the Ruron tragedy and Rafu Shlema for all the injured. Terasim Aginlano, Himir Seneno. It's a line from Bar Yechai. Huyavan Stevaleno, Adineno Bar Yechai. I saw Reb Gershon Eilstein said yesterday, they asked him what's Peshat in this, so he said, sometimes the generation needs a kapara, a certain zets, and there's a, the Agash Baruch Hu picks out some tzaddikim, and they, they're mechapa for the generation, they're our carbon, he didn't say this, but Mendy told me the Lashen, they're our carbon tzibur. And he said, I thought it was very interesting, because he said, what should be mechapal, you should be mechapal on yourself, not to speak Lashen Hara, and not to be makbed, he said. Not to be makbed. And what's interesting about that, that that's today's daf. Today's daf is about not being makbed. All right. I saw another thing that gave me a little chizuk. Because I said here during the shir the other day about people throwing things at other people. And I saw the Kaliner Rebbe said this in his speech. That was his main point. He said, how could Yidin throw stones at each other? and call each other Nazis and different names and different things. He says, it's unbelievable that a Yid would do that to another Yid. I was very impressed by him. He didn't, he didn't care about what other people are going to say about him in his speech. It was beautiful. Rabbi Isai, oh, is there more? There might be another. Yes, sorry. L'Rufuaz Allah Chayim ben Yisrael to the success of the procedure that is done today. Before Shleima. I thought this was very interesting. I just showed this picture a couple weeks ago. A chassid, an Americanish guy, I called him. He was very insulted because I said he lives in Efrat, but he really lives in Elazar, which is in Efrat, across the street. But it's like uh, accusing somebody that lives in Lawrence that he lives in Farakway or something like that, chassid shalom. Or telling somebody he lives in Borough Park, he lives in Kensington, whatever. Those, you understand what I'm talking about. But first of all, once I'm pulling out his picture, Chaim Snow is a phenomenal videographer. And he actually came down from El Azar two days ago and spent hours with us tweaking the cameras. And he came to my home to tweak my camera on the, for the 8-minute daf. So Yishkoyach to him. But I found very interesting that these two wrote me an email independently of each other. They didn't know that each other are writing an email. I want to read the first one from Yisrael Goldstein, the Chassid. It became, it's a classic to me, this one. It moved me a lot yesterday when I read it. I actually sent it to Nissan Gans and Yossi Klein, and I said, maybe this is a good email for this week's Ami. <laughs> we say every day after Shachris, and he will come any day. But when he does, he's going to be and we'll be so excited to be all together. The Mashiach might ask, why are you so excited to be with all different types of Yidin? What did you do before I came to show that, I lo- that you love and cherish every Yid? And with that, all of Klai Yisrael will respond to Mashiach that we should look back to last week on Lag Boimer and see that there was not a Jew in the world that didn't truly feel the pain of another Jew. But why wait for a tragedy? Let all of Klai Yisrael show their love every day and all the time. He says like this, I've done my share of travels with the Kirov group around the states to all different types of communities. But I haven't seen anything like the camaraderie that takes place at MDY Global. Sitting every night on Zoom with all walks of life, making a scene with all types of dresswear styles and designs. 
traveling for hours and joining in on simchas with people we have never physically met before, healing groups, chesed groups, giving out gemars, etc., etc., and the list goes on. I stand tall and proud to call myself an MDY member because I know that when Mashiach does come and he asks this question, I won't be standing there with my tongue hanging out. Lots of love to all of Klai Yisrael. Right? It is beautiful. You have Dr. Avi Factors Askoma. Here's one from Chaim Snow real quick. We got to go, but since they were in the same picture, I got to read his as well. It's beautiful. Chavli Mashiach is called. Dear Rebelli, it took a fair amount of effort to break away from seeing the news after Shabbos to join the daf via Zoom. But there was something in the Mishnah yesterday that gave us something to think about. It spoke about how the courtyard of the Vesamikdash was full of people by the time the rooster crowd crowed on Yantav so that people could bring their karbonas immediately after the morning tomit. As your belly are always keen to remind us, we learn these things because very soon we'll need to know what to do when Mashiach comes. So in exactly two weeks from tonight, he's writing then on Sunday, in the early morning hours of Shavuos, perhaps we'll be standing on some very sturdy structures with a plaque of 45 names on it to remind us of the Chavli Mashiach. All right, Raboy Sai, today is Daf Chav Gimel. And we are holding like six lines from the bottom. Omer Rav Yehuda, Omer Shmuel. Why did the kingdom of Shol only last two years, didn't last long, and didn't go to his descendants? It's literally counterintuitive. He came from a perfect lineage. He didn't have, he had perfect yichos. Yichos. He had perfect yichos, and that's why it didn't last. What's pshat? Because when a king has perfect yichos, so he becomes haughty. He thinks he's better than the other one. He thinks he deserves it. And the next one gets it because his father was the king. You have to earn it. Can appoint someone to be in control of the tzibur. If he has a barrel, well, in English it's called a barrel of worms. And the Gemara is calling it a box of, 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 of dead mice. In other words, when he looks back, he sees that something's wrong. He, it wasn't, he's not perfect. Then he remembers, you know, he's, he's human. He doesn't deserve it. He has to earn it. Kupa shal shratzim. Shem tezuach da'ito yalav. It becomes a bagaiva. Omerim lo'i chazor l'acharecha. Don't be so haughty. Look who you, look who you are. Omer av yudom arav. Vepenima nena shol. Why did Shaul come to the whole story of Agag? What happened over there? Bipnei, again, another counterintuitive thing. He, Biteva, was an unbelievable Balmidas. And somebody insulted him in public and he said, yeah, big deal. But he has to realize he's a king. And a king, like the Gemara says, He cannot be Moichel. He has to show that he's, he's the king. Should have taken care of these guys. Who's this guy? Every generation they have us. Who? Who does this king think he is? They didn't bring a mincha, they didn't bring a mincha, and he was quiet. You have to go to the end of the pasuk, the end of the sugi over there. Bottom line is he won the war, and then the, they came to him and said, no, now take care of these troublemakers. They made fun of you. Kill them. He says, nah, it's not a good time now. It's the, the first day. Kids are, he was moichal and it's covered. For that he got punished. Then that tripped him up to do Agag. Huh? 
I'm oymen on my covet. Chas v'sholem. You see, I'm not going to be oymen on my covet now. You don't even vayish me b'rabim. Zog the Gemara. V'amre b'yoychen amr shem b'shem b'yitzadok. Kol tamad chachem sheni noikim v'noitik inachosh. Daf chav gimel omer alef. V'on chatohad yinoy l'inim al-chaylom. Sh'akol ni yibit v'goy. Sh'enoy noikim v'noitik inachosh. You have to be like a snake, says the Gemara. He has to take revenge. He has to hold a grudge. I'm a snake, yeah. Don't, don't cross me, Judah, don't cross me. You have to be If you're not, you're not How could the Gemara tell you to do something against the Torah? Torah says, do not take revenge. Do not hold grudges. Where's the grudge? The grudge is in the head. You got to remove it from your head. You can't be upset at somebody. Says the Gemara, so now we're going to go through, there's a, there's a few things that we have to understand. So, typical Gemara, we're going to go through, the Gemara throws us a line here. Okay, so we have to remember, that. when it comes to monetary things, you do not hold, wow, wow, Shmag, Zalman, here, let me see that. Here, bring it up here. The famous, famous Gemara, what's considered... Zalman, pshi, yeah, wow, wow, wow. Beisamigdash for the oilam. How long did it take you to do? Two days, forty-eight hours straight. Only in the evening. You're an amazing puzzle maker. Shbizoichet to figure out all of shas the way you figured this thing out. I don't know how you did it, but it's amazing. Wow. Here, Shkreiv Zalman. All right, let's put it up in a special place here. Oh. Right here. Okay. What does it mean to be noikim? Based in a tear, what does it mean to hold a grudge? Nikim Amarloi. Hashileni Magolcha. This is a magol, a sickle. This guy right over here. I want to borrow this. Lend me this. Amarloi Lav. No, I'm not going to lend it to you. Lubachar Amarloi. Who? The lender who refused comes to the borrower who didn't get his magal. Obviously, you don't have a, a sickle, because otherwise you wouldn't have tried to borrow it from me. But could I have your axe? What, what are you talking about? I'm not going to lend it to you. You didn't lend me yesterday? That's called nikama. He says, could I have your axe? Look, I'm naked. I don't have clothing. Could I have a shirt? So he's not going to be a rush and say, no, 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 you can't. I don't have clothing for you. He's going to go without clothing to, 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 to show. Here, take, take, take this, uh, this. I'm not like you. You think I'm like you? You didn't lend me. I'm going to lend you. That's holding a grudge. Now, first of all, I wish I didn't know this halacha. I learned this halacha when I was a kid. And it got me into a lot of trouble. The Chavetz Chaim says... That Nikima Dumidinatiri, my father used to say, you're not allowed to hit him. It's Nikama or the Rebbe. I was like, oh, ah, the Chavaz Chaim says, Nikima Dumidinatiri. If a guy slaps you, you let to slap him right back. That's the Chavaz Chaim says it. I wish I didn't know that halacha. And if you're, you didn't hear that. You guys didn't hear that. Nikima the what? Fine. And here, here's the thing of not holding a grudge. This is what Gershon Elishtin said yesterday. Don't hold a grudge. I don't know if he knew it was in the daf. I don't think he does daf yaimi, but okay. It was a, a crazy story, also not for kids. There were two sisters, and they didn't speak to each other for 40 years. 
famous story. I read it just recently. And uh, one of the sisters was on her deathbed. And she said, you know, it's, I'm dying. Call my sister. She calls the sister in. She said, you know, it's terrible, terrible. We did. Yeah, yeah. And they cried a little. She says, come. I need to give you a kiss. She comes in. She leans in for the kiss. And such a scream that no one ever heard. They take a look at her. Half her nose is missing. She bit off her nose. And with a beautiful smile, she died. That's Nekama. That's that's Natira. That's holding a grudge. And the last act the person does, instead of saying Vidur in Krishma, bites off somebody's nose and goes to <laughs> All right. Maisa Shahaya is in a book. I'll show you the book. <laughs> Somebody zoom in on Nachman Seltzer, please. You see, I'm gonna. By the time, by the time you write a certain book, you are going to change your mahalach. The certain book, the certain stories that Dailan wants to hear, Dailan likes to say over. So we just said, okay, when it comes to monetary damage, you have to let it go. Tam Chacham lets it go, but when it comes to being embarrassed by somebody, Tam Chacham should not let it go. He should be noikim. Somebody's mevayishim. He's mevayish the Torah. Take care of the Torah. Not forget about you. You're doing it for the Torah's sake. And if somebody harms you physically, oh, one of the best Gemaras ever. Actually, I was going to call you up yesterday to ask you. I remember you said a beautiful story here. I forgot what it was. By Rabchaim Kenevsky and how it had an effect on somebody else. Beautiful madriga of somebody who's insulted and doesn't return the insult. He hears his disgrace and doesn't answer. So there's actually three different things going on here. The anelavim veinelavim means that he, he answered, but he didn't insult him back. He said, why, why are you saying that? It's not true. I didn't do it. Shayvim cherpasim ha'mishim doesn't even talk. He doesn't say a word back. He's happy with Yisurim. To follow up on the story that I just said, there's a beautiful Rambam here. I'm going to read it inside because you're not going to believe it if you didn't. It's actually the Chavis Alvavis, but I didn't find the Chavis Alvavis. It's in Pirkei Alvavis, in uh, the, the parish of the Rambam on, on Pirkei Alvavis, in Perik Dalad, Mishnah Dalad. And he says like this, if we can find it here. He says, what does it mean that you're so happy with Yisurim? He says, a Maise Shahaya brought down one of the Sfarim of the, of the Musr, and he means the Chavis Alvavis. He says, he asked the guy, a Chassid, what was the happiest day of your life? He says, oh, I was in the, the worst place ever in the, in the ship with the luggages. I very wealthy people. One of the people of the boat, I, I'm saying it inside because you wouldn't believe me if I didn't say it inside. He wanted to relieve himself. He relieved himself on top of me. It didn't bother me at all. I was so happy. This is not that he was able to overcome it. The happiest day of his life when he realized 
that that did not bother him. He was not upset at that person. He was actually happy. That's what the Gemara says over here. I was not happy at all. No, not because Chashom sacked me in the face, but because I couldn't save Anachlu Kairim with such Kavana like I wanted. They're happy with Yisurim. The happiest day of the guy's life. Just like the sun, when the moon started complaining and saying, hey, how come I'm not as strong as this, uh, with, with, with the same strength and I want to be strong? sun didn't say a thing. And what happened? The sun remained the sun and the moon is only a, not even a fraction, just reflects off of the sun. Says the Gemara, the, the Talmud Chacham is not going to do nakama. He's not going to go take revenge. He's just going to remember. Do not forget what that Amaretz did to you and he, he cursed you out in public. But when somebody else takes revenge, you're not going to be marina. You're going to allow somebody else to take revenge for your covet, and you're going to remember it. But you yourself are not going to take the revenge as the Gemara. There's once a guy who said he mooched thousands of cigarettes in his life and he hardly remembers a single one of the people that gave him a cigarette. But there's once a time when he asked the guy for a cigarette, and the guy said, no. That guy, he remembers big time. That guy, he'll never forget. The guy that didn't give, the Natira, that's, that's a Koyach. All right. How does this Tamil Chacham have the right to hold a grudge? If you don't hold a grudge, to be Michael, everything, the Tamil Chacham doesn't want the Mechila, the Mephaisal, the Mephaisal. He's talking about if he comes to ask Mechila, great, you have, to, you have to forgive him. The guy wasn't Mephaisal, he didn't ask for forgiveness, so he could hold a grudge, and if somebody else takes revenge, great. So basically, the Gemara is saying here if it comes to money, you have to let it go. If it comes to physical harm and curses and that sort of thing, hold a grudge, let somebody else do it. However, if they come to ask Mechila, then you have to let go of the grudge. So it says that if there's a tie in the race, so you put them all in a circle, one of them takes off the hat, we have a hat here, beautiful. Where's the other hat? I think he didn't realize there's a hat. Oh, here it is, it's in there. Mati, can you give me the hat, please? Yes. Just pull it, pull it off. Yeah. So anyways, they're wearing these hats, the mitznefes. One of them removes the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lashem just hit the ground. And that's $1,000 down the drain. All right. Okay. He's wearing this hat. And they take off, they decide it looks like this. You could see it's just wrapped around like this many times. That's what it is. I think maybe something like this. And they... Maybe it's the guy until, yeah, I guess. And they take, one kind takes off his hat, and they start from him, and he picks a number, and they go with that number until he reaches that number. And when he reaches that number, let's see, he says 100. So he keeps on going around in a circle, circle, until he gets to Mr. 100, finger number 100. That's the one that wins the lottery. It says in the, in the Mishnah, you can could, could put out two fingers or one finger. He's going to see soon, you only count, even if it's two fingers, you count it as one. But if you can put out two fingers, then certainly you can put out one. When a person is too sick to, to, to make his fingers straight, he could put out two. What business does he have being there, running and racing? Okay. He's hoping to be part of the lottery. So, yeah. 
The chayla could take out two fingers. Vayichidin, what's a yachid? According to Rashi, yachid means a chayla. But we just said chayla. So Rashi says that this chayla is, let's say he has the flu or something, so he's sitting on the side. So, afilu shtaim moitzin. He could, he could l'chayra use one finger. He could do like this. He's just on the side. He wants to be away from people. He's strong enough. He's not 100 years old. He can't. Nevertheless, he could use two fingers. He could put out two fingers. But we only counted as one. He only counted as one. Why? You shouldn't put out the middle finger. I don't know if that goes with the other. Fine. You shouldn't put out the middle finger, but like Gudol and not the thumb. Because when you're in a circle and the coin is going really fast, one, two, three, four, five. Now you make a cheshmer, you're smart. You see that this 25 koihanim. And he's going to, in the next circle, he's going to hit you. Let's say at number 100, he's going to hit the guy right after you. So what do you do? You put out two fingers. You go like this. And he's going to count you, let's say in the third round, he's going to count this as two. And Mamela, he's going to miss your neighbor. He's gonna, and then you're going to put your finger back as he passes you. And in the next round, he's going to hit you. You do the calculation real quick. You see how many people there are. Based on that, you put out two fingers. You can be a rabbi. So no thumbs allowed. He gets Malchus. If you put out your thumb, you get Malchus. So, but it says here, why are you telling me? They only count one. You see, you do count it. No. We're scared. We're talking about that he only he only counts one Maipakia. What does it mean to get Malkis? Omarav Omarav Madra. My Madra? Papa. Matrico de Tayo de Psikresha. It's a type of a whip, says Rashi. We have a picture, somebody sent this in. Somebody asked, Rafal Groskov from London. He says if the older Khever remember what Cato Nine tails means. You're not allowed to say that? Whipped by this. This is what they used in, uh, they, they invented it supposedly for the, for the British army. Basically, it's thin string, so it hurts more. This is a, this is a famous joke. So, what bracha do you make before you whack somebody? Lesatev betzitzis. You take these, you know, like, it's the first thing you show. If you ever got whipped by one, you know what I'm talking about. That's what it looks like. Shtickle tzitzis, you know? What? Yeah, it's occasionally die, but you have good. Fine. So this is this is the pikiya. What? Great. Zog the Gemara. People are learning ahead. Great. I like when they learn ahead to send me the pictures. Don't learn ahead. Stamazai. What if you're gonna send pictures? Omar Abaya. Yeah, exactly. More the better. Mirej Shavamino, Hodistan Bimbova Mimunala Pikiya. When it says in the Mishnah that Ben Bavi was in charge of the Pekia. Amino, Psilta. I thought he's in charge of wicks. I thought Pekia means wicks. It's not. It's talking about Simchus Beis Sheva. Simchus Beis Sheva, how did they make the wicks? For the Beis Amikdash? From the worn out clothing, from the, from the belt. Here we have a belt. What else do we have here? Oh, we have Mechasayim also. Where's the Mechasayim? Trousers. This is great. See this? It's beautiful. It's gotchkis. 
Yeah. So the worn out ones, they made it into wicks. So I thought that the pikia means, mafkiyah means to make it into strips. He's the, in charge of making it into strips. If somebody sticks out his thumb, he gets whacked from the pikiyah. Amina my pikiyah nagda. It means a whip. Scary story here. Very sad. One looks at the other, they see that they're equal in the race, and there's a problem here. And he wants to win, he wants to do the Trumas Hadesh, and he didn't get up for nothing. He has to do it. He took it out a knife and stabbed him in the heart. It gets worse. Omar Rabbi Tzadok. Rabbi Tzadok stood on the stairs of the Ulam, says Rashi over here, it's not in the Ulam, like we know, we're like right over here in the Ulam. It's not talking about this, these stairs. Because nobody would be able to hear him over here. Who would be able to hear him? These people right here. He stood outside somewhere where there were a lot of people and he said, says Rashi, Yosef ben Gurion. Josephus. So Rashi brings Josephus. I thought it was very interesting. I think we saw it before, but here, if you want a source, some people quote him. They don't like, right? Rabbi, Rabbi Schoenberg? Oy Vezmir. It's not Josephus. Yeah. Yeah. But it was written by Josephus in Hebrew. Ah, okay. So Rabbi, Rabbi Schoenberg says that what Rashi is referring to is the Hebrew book, but written by that person. Josephus. Okay, but not the book called Josephus. Okay, anyway. So what did he scream? He wanted to bring Kleisrael to tears. Shake them up a little bit. You find a corpse and you don't know where, who it belongs to. What do you do? You bring an Egla Rufa. This is the Kapara. How are we going to have a Kapara? Oh no, Almila Havi Egla Rufa. Alayir, who's going to bring it? Yerushalayim? Oyal Azarais. The Koyhanim and the Beis Hamidash are going to be responsible. Who's responsible for this dead body? Now the Gemara is going to ask, what do you mean, who's responsible? We know who the killer is. We saw it. Okay. Go, Kolom Bibchia. Everybody realized it's not good. It's not a good matzah. There's a dead person here. You're talking about Kapara and everything. What Kapara? There's, there's a murder going on here. Unbelievable. He sees his son withering. How do you say mefarper in English? Mamish like a parpar, like a butterfly. is flipping around. He's what? Withering. No? Really? Okay. He's moving. Thrashing in the fall. He's, he's dying. It's his last breaths. What does the father say? Omar hareyu kaparascham. He should be a kapar to you. That's where the Sephardim get it. Kapara alecha. Kapara. If you've been to Israel for five seconds, you probably heard it in the taxi. And then he says something incredible. My son is dying away over here. Get the knife out of him immediately. We could save it. It won't become Tomei. He's not dead yet. His son is dying. He's not screaming at Salah, at Salah, nothing. He's worried about the Tumah of the silly knife. Can you believe it? Somebody told me that they, they, they asked Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky to send them a letter. 
How did this coin get a knife? So he wrote back, Lamai nafkemina. It's the story he told me. What do you care? It's none of your business, I got it. It's a story. Kasha for Maisa. That's what he said, basically. He cared about Tahara of Kalim. That we discussed this. They, were, they lived Tum and Tahara. Everything is about Tum and Tahara then. It was like COVID. He can't, he can't come here. Close. Go sugar. But there's a, there's a knife in the kid's chest. Okay, fine. But I have to worry about the Tahara now. Because Menashe in the early generation killed so many people, they became desensitized to, to, to murder. I read once in one of those, uh, Malkwell, what was his name? I forgot his name already. Anyways, um, uh, Malcolm Goldwell. Uh, what? Gladwell, Gladwell. He said, he said that in World War II, only 20% of the U.S. soldiers were able to pull. If they saw the enemy, they couldn't even pull the trigger. Only 20% were able to pull the trigger. The enemy, the German is there, can't do it. In the Korean War, it went up to 55%. And Vietnam is 90%. He tainas, it's because of TV. They became desensitized by watching again and again murder over and over. Okay, you could kill. But in World War II, they couldn't do it. They didn't have the clamp. You become desensitized when you see these kind of things. You see so many people dying like flies. No, another guy died. What? Killed one, two kids, sir. After after five million, they became very they became used to it. Look tomorrow. Hey, everybody, so we're flying out of time here. Hey, Mice called him. There's two stories. A guy got got shoved off the the, the mizbeach and he broke his leg, and the guy got killed on the mizbeach. Which came first? Think about it. If the murder happened first, why didn't they change the, the, the rules right away? There's a murder. Why are they waiting until the guy falls out of the Mizbech? Who cares? It's nothing compared to murder. They should have changed it back then. But a guy broke his foot first. So if they changed it, then how, how is there another race that, that the coin pulled out a knife and stabbed the other guy? They already fixed it when the guy fell off the Mizbech. No, of course the murder happened first. You're going to bring a ride from a Meshuggah? A guy kills somebody because of a race? So the guy's nuts. He, he, they put him in a sane asylum. We're not going to change rules because of him. But then they realize, wait a minute, this is serious stuff. A guy just went flying off the Mizbeach. He broke his leg. We've got to change things around. Okay, so that we have before. He's saying, who's going to give us a kapara? You can't even bring a, a egla roof in your shlime. It's not a city owned by anyone. We're turning to Gimelon Bay, sponsored. For Shidduch V'Shein Rachel Bas Avram Tzvi and Shidduch for as Dvarah Bas Le'Gitol and Dvarah Bas Suri and Le'ilu Nishmas all the victims of Miron Rufur Shleima for those still in the hospital need a Rufur and a Nechama for all the Mishpachos. But you don't need a Mivi Eglar Rufah. Yerushalayim doesn't bring an Eglar Rufah, as Rashi points out. Remember we had a Machloikas. Is Yerushalayim divided between all the Shvatim? Not divided. All the, over it says Yerushalayim is not divided according to the Manoah. It says Yerushalayim is not divided by all the Shvatim. It's no one. So who's going to bring it? It's nobody, no one's fault. It says in the Pasuk, It says by Egla Rufa, you don't know 
who the murderer is. You don't know from what city he comes. So you measure and you say the closest city has to bring the Aguilar Ruvan. But over here it's obvious. We know that Reuven is the one that stabbed Shimon. He's trying to move the nation. And that's why he gave a Musa Shmuz and he used that muscle of Eglah Rufa, but he didn't really mean it literally the way it is. He's just saying, you need a kapara. This is your kapara. What happened there? Is murder considered less to become really desensitized when it came to murder? But nothing changed when it came to Tum and Taira. Maybe murder remained the same. Maybe they went crazy all of a sudden. It's a generation. Then they went berserk when it came to Tum and Taira. And that's why he started talking about Taira. But the Gemara says, It's trying to show how you became desensitized to murder from Menasha. So you see, it's murder that went down, not the Tahara going up. Up until now, we were talking about Trumas Hadeshen. This is Trumas Hadeshen. I don't have a picture of Yitzhah Hadeshen. Trumas Hadeshen. Kain in the morning, every single day, takes this, a shovel full, and puts it next to the Mizbech, gets absorbed into the ground. But the Torah says that there's a concept called Hoytzi Hadeshen. When it fills up that much on the Mizbech, every once in a while, just piles up a lot, remove it all. Clear it out. Bring it outside of the Beis HaMikdash. No, no. It's after, it's already Nasim, it's Vasin Ogdusha, but it's a mitzvah to take it out. But it says, look what it says, Belovaj Begodim Acherim. Do not wear the clothing that you're wearing up until now. You have to wear other clothing. So I would think, Shimani Kedarach Yom Kippurim. Just like Ayim Kippur, Shapoish Bigdei Kodesh Vilevish Bigdei Chal. Ayim Kippur, he changes from his, from his, this is the Bachim just bringing. The, Anyam Kippur, he goes back and forth from this, from the white to the Kadosh, to the, to the Shemayi Begadim, to this guy. Yeah? And he wears the Choshen. And it sits. I should probably wear this down for the picture, why not? Like this. No yarmulke, no yarmulke. All right. This reminds me of the day that I walked to my son's school without a yarmulke. I'm used to it, listen. But I never gave a shear without a yarmulke. That would be unbelievable. Okay. No. Four begadim and that's it. Be medaika what I'm saying. There's no tzitzis, no other things. It was trousers, no yarmulke, and a hat. Why should they wear a yarmulke? What is this? So Mimela Lakhaira would think that this 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 just like a kind of goes from Shmoy Bagadim to Four Bagadim. So this Kayan Akhira means he goes from his white, all these Kayharam are wearing this. They're wearing this guy. He should take this off and wear this. He should wear big dechal, wear regular clothing. It says the word begadim twice. Why? What's the extra word begadim? To teach us 
Magish begodim and shaloivish the begodim shapoishet. They have to be the same type of begodim. Begodim begodim. It's a hekesh. Ma laalam big dekoidesh afkam big dekoidesh. What he removes is kadosh. So he puts on another pair of clothing that's kadosh. Okay. Now why is he doing this? We'll see in a second. The idea that have you ever been to a bonfire in like Boimer? It stinks. The, the, the smoke, the, the ashes, it's terrible. So you don't want to get that on your clothing that you're doing the Avodah Fagish Baruchu. You're taking out ashes here. From what? From a place that's full of fire and this carbon is burning. It's terrible. That's not how you are Avodah Hashem. So you put on another clothing. What does it mean? The others? Chusimahim. Acherim means different. Says Rashi, Shachok. Or, opposite of what we have today. Today, when you buy a pair of like uh, cotton tzitzes, they turn from white, like an undershirt, goes from white to yellow. In those days, yellow is chashiv. Yellow is chashiv. So if you don't, if it's white still, that's not chashiv. And if it's worn out, those are the acherim. You should wear, you should wear the shvacha stuff. Lez Oimer. Comes Rebbe Lez and says no. It's not referring to the begadim, it's referring to the type of a person. It's a different type of a human being. It's a different guy. What does that mean? A person that has a mom could take out the deshen. What does that say? What does that tell us? It tells us that it's not an avayda. If somebody that has a mom could take out the deshen, so it's like removing trash. You don't have to, it's not an avayda. It's not putting the dam on the mizbeach. He's removing, he's cleaning up, doing cleanup. So even a kayan that has a mum that does not allow him to perform any avayda in the can perform the avayda. It's not an avayda. Omamar, acherim chusimahem. Ketana be'evi shmol, ketana be'evi shmol, begadim shebishbahem g'deira, l'rabbi, l'hizu, k'ais l'rabbi. When you go and you're pouring wine for your rebbe, make sure that it's not the same stuff you wore in the kitchen. You have splatters from all the food and all the things. It's not the same thing. So you have to, you have to do it with COVID. So this is one line here in the Gemara. Again, it says in the Gemara that when you pour wine to your Rebbe, make sure you're wearing something else. From this line, the Taz learns Allah. And he says that you're not allowed to go into the bathroom with your talus. When you're in shul, you cannot go into the bathroom with your talus. You just daven tagosh baruchu, do not go into the bathroom. What about a talus cotton? Talus cotton is okay. The Mishnah passing is okay. There are those who even remove their talus cotton. And there's some that say, only if it's above your clothing, like chassidim wearing the shirt, they should remove it. But the Mishmur passings, you're allowed to go in with the talus cotton. But it's based on this Gemara, I'm just saying, that you have this line, you wouldn't even think, dream to do something with it. Taz has a whole halacha out of it. What? But it's a, it's a begging mitzvah. It's a begging mitzvah. Well, you should take off your socks too? Uh, and, and the Everything? <laughs> so now you have to go to the mikvah to go to the... No, it's a begging mitzvah. All right, Zog the Gemara. <laughs> that would have been a good idea, actually. Take off your socks, go in, come out, and put the socks on. Okay, they, they didn't think about it in the Churba. All right, Zog the Gemara. Amar Shlakish. Comes with Shlakish and says, guess what? Just like we just said that to remove the ashes completely from the Vesemitesh, not to be confused with Truma Sadeshin. This is Hitzah Sadeshin. Truma Sadeshin. This is Truma Sadeshin that happens every day. Hoytzah Sadeshin is more like removing the trash, removing all of it. But it's just like Hoytzah Sadeshin, I just said, Rebbe Lazar says, Rebbe Lazar says, that a, Rebbe Lazar, not Rebbe Lazar, that a Balmum could perform the Avaidah, so too this, 
That, that, that's a big chiddush. Because this is more of an avoider. This is special. It's not to clean. So take a little bit, a scoopful, you put it in the ground, a nace happens, it gets absorbed. A Balmobu could also do it. According to Rosh Lakish, according to Eliezer, Eliezer, uh, the same thing applies. But when it comes, the, the machlag is only one thing, removing all the ashes. But to do true masadashen, everybody agrees that's an avoida and a balmum cannot perform it. My time is the Look at this. The Torah says that the kain has to wear this and this. The trousers and the sinus. That's it. What happened to the belt? What happened to the hat? There's two more. Hat and belt. Torah doesn't say it. So you see from here, it's not an avoida. Why would the Torah say just wear two? It says, Mamish, Michlisi bad. Pajit go, Michlisi bad. Midoy bad. Midoy bad is one, is this. It doesn't say excitus. We'll see in a second why. Umichlisi bad. Two. So it's not an avoida. They want to go through all four. The king never wears less than four. It's a given he wears four. What, he should go without a yarmulke? He should go without a belt? You need all four. So then why did the Torah say two? To tell us that you need all four. But why did the Torah pick those two? Because each one has a special chiddush. Why did the Torah pick them? It doesn't say the word ksinus here. It's a ksinus. It's this. The Torah calls it this beautiful thing. I don't know how you do this. Like a robe. Tunic. It doesn't say it. It says That it should be to his measurement. Meaning, shouldn't be dragging the floor. If you're a slim guy, you don't take an extra, extra large that drags to the floor and that comes up, breaks with your feet. Now, if anybody wants to see what breaks with their feet is, or something like that. So my parents, I, I was learning in Panovich, in Yeshivik Tana, by Remichi Yudelefkovich, and they left me in Eretz Yisrael. They went. They, they went back to America. And I, I was stuck in Panovich. I had to finish up this man. I found a picture of myself in Panovich. You want to know? Here. Here it goes. This is my suit. The sleeves are like six inches away from here. And my, my, this is how I walked around in Panovich. Nobody knew. My, my grandmother, Achap. Okay, anyway. Don't, don't publish that picture. That's midoy bad. Midoy kimidasa. It has to be beautiful to the ground, reaching the ground. Michlisi bad. Why does it say michlisi bad? Don't wear anything under the michlisayim or with the michlisayim. This is the first thing that goes on. That's it. The first, first thing. These trousers. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It has to be albsari. That's it. Nothing else. Vishlakish. How does he know these halachas? And it has to be the right size. That I give you. I'll learn it just like Rabbi Because it says, So I learn that that's the first one on. But the bottom line is, it says, And it says, Those are the only two, says Rishlakish. Fine. At Khan, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Shira Maloy is my people.
אני לא אשמע בקולי, Did I show this? I showed this, right? Oh. No, listen. Because once you kill one person, then you kill two, three. The first one. The first one. They were commanded. That's not a bad idea. I don't know if it fit. No, it doesn't fit me. I should come in the trousers. <laughs> Just this. I'm sure you would appreciate it. No, what do you say? Just come in with this tomorrow with the trousers? No, just the trousers. <laughs> Shalom, Bracha Rabbi. My hat. Just the hat and also the tzitz. The, the Kodesh Lashem. What? What did you say? Yeah, the, the metal. The metal Kodesh The metal tzitz fell. 